us our compelling vision. Most of the time, people will tell you, you must have your own vision. And that is why people have failed in life, because everything that they've done is just about themselves. Any selfish person will never succeed in life, regardless that for now, it seems like they are succeeding. So God, in his own wisdom, left heaven. Jesus came here on earth because Jesus became the main vision of God. And this morning, I want to challenge you that if Jesus is not the main compelling vision for you, I can guarantee you today, you will still be part of the statistics like those who were ahead of you and those who will come behind you. Because the system of the world was designed or created in such a way that it deflects the most important things and people focus on the things that are not important and they think they're important. Every time you listen to people and you watch people speak, they always talk about it is your, your season, it is your time. If that season is not keyed or locked to the greater purpose and calling of God, it becomes a useless focus. Some of us are being taken astray by personal vision. I use this as an example, not necessarily to mock. I passed that route before. I'm talking from experience and having bent my fingers to say, you cannot tell me all of your life you are here to live to buy a car. Or all of your life you are here. The greater purpose is that you should have the biggest house in town and then work the rest of your life for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, moving from one house. Many years ago, I owned a house in Mabopan. I sold that house and I bought a house in the city. And now I'm thinking I should have another house. That's what Satan will want you to do. You'll want you to think buying, staying from one house to the other is the greatest vision and mission in life. That's not it. Then your life is too small for you to work all your life just to have a loan and work for the bank pay their bills every month and the rest of your life you find yourself hooked and part of it is generated or made by this fact that people believe that their life is about them looking good that is secondary if you are thinking all the things you have make you you will be shocked that the rich even commit suicide and they have all the things that you are pursuing and chasing so for me my challenge today is to say to you unless jesus remain the central focus of all that you do while you work as a, as a medical doctor or whatever doctor while you work as a, as a as a as an engineer or whatever profession that you are in if christ doesn't remain the central focus all that you are laboring for solomon after many years he makes a, pro, a profound statement says vanity of vanities everything is vanity after he has achieved after he has ruled after he has slept with all the women the big ones the thin ones short ones tall ones he comes and says vanity of vanities for some of us we might look at it as oh that's the target of my life then you have not started to live so my challenge to you is if Jesus is not the compelling reason for your existence. You are going to be like many others who are going to be a statistic. It's very sad to be a statistic. That you were born, you lived, you passed this earth, and there's nothing significant that you have done. After you have built the house, it's a shame and very painful for some of us. I go to my village and 
there are big houses that are empty. Nobody stays in them. And every time I pass, if I'm with somebody in the car, I'll tell them, this person thought he was doing something important. You can go back to your village if you come from the village. There are big houses that are empty. The tiles are falling in. Nobody stayed for the past 10 years, nobody stayed there. And I said, the parents, those who were doing this thing, they thought they were doing something important. They kept all of their life doing this. And possibly at the end of their life, they looked back and hated everything about their life. And this is the challenge that all of us, we ask the question, why do I live? Why was I born? Why am I here on earth? There is a reason and a purpose. If God, in his own infinite wisdom, saw the necessity that he should send Jesus to us, then Jesus must be, is the only vision that God has for us. And so, if whatever that you do, Jesus doesn't feature in it, it doesn't matter how rich you are, how profound, how outstanding you are, then at the end of your life, you will look back and hate everything about you. May the Lord have mercy on us. So what is vision? We say it's the art of seeing the invisible, the ability to see what others can't see, or the conception of what could be possible. There are a lot of things as the year starts. Maybe you have come to the city. It's first time you are coming. Uh, you are coming to look for a space. Let me warn you, spaces have been filled last year. People apply around June or so. So don't burn our university. Is that fine? Yeah. Because the, 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 the foolishness of life is that since they said, even if they pronounce education is free, it's not free for those who have not applied. You don't have a space. You, you are not expecting to go to school. Those who have faith applied, is that fine? Nobody has to die. Can't tell your neighbor, nobody has to die. Yeah, die for what? It's not worth your life. Am I talking to somebody? So you have to understand, you have to see something greater, something more important, something that will sustain and keep you, something that will make you, when you look back, not because of the material things you have done, but when you look back for how much of life you have given to this world, and even when you exit I was saying all of us at some stage will come to church in a coffin or in a tent somewhere in the village. There will be others with some tears. But there will be others who will be saying, thanks for going. I've been waiting for this. I want your house. I'm inheriting from you. If you are not going to, to look at your heart seriously and you start running around, I have bad news for you you will discover in your old age and you can't turn back. May the Lord have mercy for us. Vision is very important. Jesus is the main vision of God and of the world. Vision continues to give us, uh, to give and it continues to grow. So when, when you look at vision, it looks small in the beginning, but the end of it will be great. A good example is about a, a plane. When you look at an aeroplane, especially the big ones that are flying uh, intercontinental that are going to America, Japan, that are going to Europe. These are big aero aeroplanes. They carry four, five hundred. All of us can fit, and uh, you will be shocked. I one time we were flying on a double-decker aeroplane. Can you imagine? People on top and people under. Possibly we, we might have been like five, six hundred people in the plane. 
And inside there, there is everything you can imagine. Everything you can imagine. Food is there. If you want, it's food on demand. Anytime you want to eat, you can eat. Nice. But when the plane is flying, it looks very small. And it might deceive you. If you are a child, you might think the plane is small. Your vision as well might look the same. When, when things start, they don't start serious. They don't look very promising. But there is a promise something great will come out of it let the plane land go to the airport and see how big they are you can't even believe this thing can fly so even yourself when you look at your life you might think i will never become anything that's not true we are praying for our children here in church the 18 19 20 25 that by this time you should start to become prominent you if you pass 30 years the chances is zero or they are getting smaller that you will ever become prominent. You are not listening. I said, if you cross 30, 35, it's once in a while I might turn this city around out of old age. But I've done my part. And you need to understand that there is a greater calling. You can become great, awesome, without you being you know we use the word celebrity for a better word but you should be a person of significance you must be felt your presence must be noticed and as the vision grows as jesus grows in your heart you will grow as well hallelujah so vision will expand and by the way when we talk about vision in this regard we are talking about jesus as a compelling uh, vision jesus a compelling vision when we say the vision expand and grows jesus expands and grows when we started we didn't start in building like this when we started we didn't have as many churches here locally and internationally when we started it was me and my wife and four others that's it today if we come together we can't fit i'm to somebody we have more properties than before how did it happen it started small jesus has continued to expand and to grow amen Tell your neighbor it is possible with you. So vision is the ability to have a mental picture. We spoke about visualization. Vision becomes Jesus is a map and a guide in life to avoid failure. Most people fail because Jesus is not the central part. Jesus came as a road map to guide us how to live on earth. All those who live their own life tends to fail. But if, if this year, as you start in January, you make the decision, as you write your resolutions, I encourage people to write their resolutions. It's very important. When a boy comes and proposes, you, hey, I should ask him, for what? what? What is your plan? If you marry me, then what? Yes, you should have, he should have a very profound uh, dreams, even if you can't see them, because we can visualize you must see the vision that the man has. You must see when he speaks, he must infuse energy into you to say, yeah, you might not have the money. I will even help to pay Lobola, but I like what you are dreaming. Yes, wise girls help to pay Lobola. Lobola is expensive, you. You don't know. You haven't gotten married. I'm married. I'm, telling, I'm talking from experience. It takes quite a long time to marry. You must feel pity for your boyfriend. It takes long. Some of you, you come from families that they forget that 
they want you to get married. When we arrive, they say they want 80,000. Can you imagine? And you find your father has never seen 80,000 one time. <laughs> In his whole life, one time, has one big block of money. He has never, he hears people talk about it. He asks his, his friends, his relative, how much should we charge? They say 80,000. He says, yeah, 80,000. When the money comes, he might even suffer a heart attack. You must be careful. That's a lot of money for a young person to raise that much. You must feel pity. Some of us, I teach my, my children, I say, you must ask for the girl. Immediately you pay, you go and greet and say, I want the woman now. Because it will take you another 20 years to be able to finish. I know of somebody after he passed away, they had to go and pay Lobola to bury. Yeah, it's happening. This is Africa. Tell your neighbor, this is Africa. Yes. To finish after 20-something with many children, not one, many children. The children had to come together and these people have said, no, we don't want money. We still want the livestock he was charged because they charged him in livestock. Oh, you don't believe. <laughs> the others, they say, we still, old woman who has been buried, old, very old, say, you can't bury him until we see. You must bring the cows now. And we don't want money. And the people who charge Lobola, they are long dead themselves. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. This will not happen with you in the name of Jesus. Kindness will be shown towards you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. All of us will end somewhere in life. You can only be a youth once. For now you think you are the most beautiful girl. Play games. Look at your mother. She was your age. Yes. Because sometimes when you are looking at your mother, you say, this old woman, you forget. She was youth one time. She made every boy in the city to not sleep at night now because it's you it's your turn you are thinking I'm the best thing that ever happened to this village you are playing game you are not the first one <laughs> there have been many others and many times when they talk to you they know what they are talking about you can only be this age once so purpose vision gives us purpose Jesus has come that we may have life and have it abundantly may the Lord have mercy so vision comes, becomes, is a, is a road map, is a map, is a guide in life, and it, uh, it helps us to avoid failure. So vision creates character and self-control. When you come to Christ, character will be created in your life. Yes, I can talk about myself because I come from an environment where I could have become something else other than what I am today. Had it been an easy pathway? No. I'm not saying being a Christian, God you'll get a house and all. no no when you come to Christ you must die to yourself this is why we don't want you to have a big house so that if God calls you to go to Mozambique you will fold your house nicely it's a two bedroom house you are not going to be mowing and crying over this big house and say I'm going to suffer in Mozambique well, otherwise you can keep your house we'll see you I said to my friends when I said I'm coming full time one of them was making a big issue. I said, I'll see you at 60. I'll see you. At, I mean, currently as we talk, there's no comparison between my life and his life. 
His vision is too small just to have a house, to have a wife, and they are fighting now and then to have a wife in that big house. Don't think big house will solve your family problems. Never. It creates even more because the wife now says, I want the furniture. And I want the one like this. You can't just call a carpenter to come and put anything in the house. They will tell you, we want to go to a very expensive shop to show that our house is worth something. May the Lord have mercy with us. Vision helps to us to manage uh, and have control to the end of what we are going to be. So vision enables you. When you come to the Lord, you are being enabled to become something as the end product. You can see it. Praise the Lord. So it, a clear vision dramatically increases everyone to look back into their life with contentment that they've ended well. So I wonder at the end of your life, what is it that you're going to see? Usually funerals, they help me a lot. I always look back and say, it's not how long you have lived. It's a deception. People live long, but they have not done anything. It's not how long. Because Jesus they didn't live until 90 years. 33 and a half years, we are told. But in the three years, the last three years of his life, when purpose, his mission started, everything changed in the world. I said, everything changed in the world. Even yourself, your life has the capacity and the ability to make all things to change. You just have to change. Jesus is bigger than life itself. Can you tell your neighbor, Jesus is bigger than life itself. John 15 verse 5, it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. There is a message I said I will preach during our night of three nights of glory and miracles. Uh, the, ten, the, ten, the ten last weeks, there are ten well-known leaders. The ten last weeks of great men who were dying. What is it that they said when they died? You will be shocked. Some of the people that you, you worship their writing, you will realize how small they became on their deathbed. How, how pathetic they died. And this is part of the reality that after they've run the race, Solomon discovered it by the grace of God at the end of his life and says, everything is vanity of vanities. And then he says, young man, let me give you a guide. Enjoy life. But know one thing, serve God. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, serving God is not foolishness. It's a great life. Yeah, it's a great life. Great, powerful life. Vision is bigger than life itself. You should have a mental picture of what could be or what should be in life. Jesus enabled some of us to be able to see what is possible. We can see far and beyond. I don't see only my people. I don't only see Houting. I see the whole nation. I don't only see South Africa. I see the whole continent. I don't only see the continent. I see the whole globe. I can see how far God wants us to go. Amen. So I want to challenge you. We have got a few points. I will not be long. We have communion. So about six points. I'll try and summarize as much 
as I can. Number one, we are talking about Jesus being the compelling vision of our life. In everything, as an engineer, as you labor, going underground as a great miner or uh, as an engineer, uh, whatever work that you do, Jesus should remain the central focus. All your efforts should add towards the work of God. Hallelujah. Number one, vision demands passion and emotional response. Jesus demands passion and emotional response. There's no way you can... Have you fallen in love before? Can you ask your name? Have you fallen in love before? I don't think so. I fell in love one time. I don't think I'll fall in love again the way I fell in love before. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And I couldn't propose for six months. So you can imagine how many sleepless nights I had. Huh? It was difficult. You know, I fell in love towards the end of the term at school. So I could only admire the girl from a distance. There were no cell phones. I think if there were cell phones, every corner I would be having Pastor Case pictures everywhere. But I had to come home for the holidays, June holidays. You know how long they are. <laughs> it was like I'm dying. I was just, what if somebody, what if somebody, what if I go? Because I was just thinking about it. Will she love me as well? Ask your name. Have you fallen in love? Love, love infuses you with passion and emotion. You cannot say you are in love and there's no emotion. Something's wrong with you. You are mechanical in your relationship. My, my love for the Lord, it's, there is passion in it. There is emotion in it. You cannot love Jesus and there's no emotion in it. You cannot love Jesus and there's no passion in it. We are praying now. What are we praying for? We are praying for everybody else. We are praying that the will of God should come to pass. It should be your passion to say, even though I love food, I will not eat. Yes. Even though I love food, I will not. For me, I talk to my food. I, so there are temptations sometimes. I love food. I enjoy food. I can even cook. So some days I have to talk to my food and say, I bought you. It is my money. You will not be in the house. I am the one who fetched you from the shop. It, it sounds like a joke, but it's a reality. I'm, I'm talking to myself, psycho logically working on my mind to say i bought the food and i will not eat the food because i bought it and if i want i can throw it away yes i bought it so i'm not going to eat because it's not the time to eat it's the time for war i'm preparing myself for greater things i'm preparing myself that god will use me that i will achieve things that are far beyond many people praise the lord so there must be emotion we, we we come here we say we are going to win souls and you don't show up anywhere what love is it i remember very well in the beginning i thought it was infatuation but it went beyond infatuation it went beyond i remain six months after when i went to propose my wife i think it was almost december hey you girl i love you says i've been waiting <laughs> i've seen it you know when somebody's in love you can see it so there must be an emotion jesus give us passion to life 
and he give us emotional response we we live the life that we have because god has a love for us and he has a purpose for us hallelujah so the passion of christ lights me up the love of christ for me lights me up the love that i have shown to my wife is what lit me up i became alive knowing that at least i've got somebody ever since i it's the only one i propose i've never proposed again i've never said to any girl oh you look nice i think you could no, don't fit in the in the infatuation that i had i might last after you maybe but not really love sometimes people fall in love once you know not many times from there is mechanical we just say as a man you have needs and as a woman you have needs let's talk <laughs> meet my needs i meet my crash my beggars crash yours so what do you think the girl says it's not bad you know some of the people who are married they're not really in love ask them ask them ask them i know They just wanted to be married. They wanted the ring. That's it. They got the ring and now they realize it takes more than a ring. It takes more than a white dress. It's passion. You must be, you must be emotional about what you're doing. People sometimes look at I love Nigerians. They are passionate in everything. You can see this guy is passionate. It doesn't matter what they do. Good, bad, passion. For you, you are passive. It's like nothing is happening around you. But the Lord have mercy. At least make, even if you say, I'm afraid of dying of hunger. At least take one day of prayer and fasting. And say, for the first time in my life, I'm going to try this thing. Sleep at night without sleeping, without, without eating. And then you will not sleep that much. And when you don't sleep that much, you take your Bible, you go to the book of Psalms, you read all the Psalms loud for yourself as part of the prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You pass by your fridge and say, I will not eat. Is that fine? So you have to understand, Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3 to 4, it says, and he said up to, uh, and they said to me, the survivors who are left from captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The whole of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before God of heaven. Your situation will never change until you become passionate and emotional about it this why it's very funny the people in church every time we do the night of glory and miracle people who come with tremendous testimonies are not members of the church because members of the, of the church are familiar and they say ah, we know him we know even the joke is going to make somebody said to me one of our members uh, many years ago he came and says you see the reason why i came to church you are like a comedian you know when i sit there <laughs> I said to him, you have missed the whole purpose of coming to church. If you are coming here for you to be giggled and enjoy, I said the, the joke must have been added in order to make the truth to go down your throat. Because some things can't go down very well. So we have to make it, after we have said something difficult to swallow, we make a joke, then all of us laugh, but it, 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 it gets in. 
then when we get home we think about it nehemiah was moved when he heard my nation is broken when he heard the walls are broken the city gates the union building is not working he sat down and he says when he heard that he sat down he cried and he fasted and he went into prayer what moves you your life should move you you see if you are not going to make a decision to serve to make jesus a compelling vision to live an outstanding life i can guarantee you today in your old age you'll hate everything suicidal tendencies come because people don't have anything powerful to live for your boyfriend drops them the girl says i'm going to kill myself there are so many men tell your neighbor there are so many men yes listen when you kill yourself in the morning in the evening there is a girl with him so you haven't really make much difference no it's true it's true i know a man who killed himself for the woman he wrote a very long letter this 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 i looked at, at it i said it's unfortunate the girl is pretty and it's for the same reason that he didn't like you so you killed yourself you can't stay there are many other people who will love you can you tell your neighbor there are many others who will love you even better than the one you love yes you you, you haven't lived you have a short life you haven't lived vision fits our passion and our emotional response if you love jesus your energy should be growing you should be maturing you should be becoming a better person is that fine your growth in the lord will show by your involvement in the many things that are passionate that show the love when we say we are going to win, next week saturday we're going we'll be on the street to win souls to reach to as many people as we can your passion is shown there you come and learn you say i want to win souls but i don't know how we will show you may you be passionate about the kingdom of god i said may you be passionate about the kingdom of god yeah may you have energy you must have energy praise the lord number two vision provides motivation when i got born again i dropped everything i was young I was doing my youthful things being silly bullying at school and so forth yeah with my friends giving other children difficulty and one day somebody told me i got born again i didn't know what they were talking about but they told me there is a class where they are holding meetings there when i arrived they were making altar call who wants to be born again that waits who wants to be born again i said you can't be born again and i'm not born again so I went forward. I didn't know. And I got born again. And ever since that time, I had a very good consolidator, somebody who followed me up. I tried to dodge like some of you who are dodging. The guy will always, before, we used to have prayer in between the classes during the break. The first break was prayer. He will be waiting at the door of our class, waiting for me to take me to prayer. Let's go to prayer. I did not know that they were hidden powerful things will i be here today if he didn't hold me by hand no i wouldn't be here i am forever great i don't forget the girl who invited me i remember even her name 
She didn't share. She didn't tell me Jesus loves you. She just said, there is a class where they're preaching and you can get born again there. I went. I don't forget the man who always, when I wanted to dodge, hold me by hand and say, we have SEM today. You are not going to study. You are coming to SEM. You will be rounding us up. I'm grateful. I'm, I'm experiencing the goodness of the Lord because Jesus became my motivation. May this be your story in the name of Jesus. Jesus is our motivation to live a victorious, powerful life. If you want to live a powerful life, this is the time. As a young person, my desire is that in the next coming four or five years, we should have a young pastor below 25 here in this campus. Who is our senior pastor? Who will come? We'll come and sit down and he will preach. I hope some of you, you will be having your churches somewhere so that you don't get offended. Say, Mavigazolo. Fundis is giving children children power. The Bible says he ordained strength in the mouth of babes and nursing infants. Bishop Doug puts it this way: he says, if an 18, 19, 20 year old is having sex and making children, why can't they preach? Yeah. Now they're doing it. You're, you're raising your eyes like what is Mfundis talking about? You know, December. If we were to say, let's play the film of your December experience. You, we are talking about you. We say, Lord, give us the memory. Let's play the memory of this one. You'll be shocked what we were doing in December. So if you can, you can do the things you did in December, you can preach Jesus. At your age, you can be a powerful pastor. At your age, you can do outstanding things. You know, this church, we, we bought this building when the church was five years old. Our church is powerful. Five years we bought this building. And we had the cash to buy it. And it's not money donated by, by America. No. no. No Trump here. No Tony Blair here. There was no money from Europe. Sometimes when you tell people, oh, we have a church in Europe, they are thinking the things we are doing here is money coming from No. We are the ones supporting the church in Europe. Tell your neighbor, Young pastor, we are looking forward to young pastors. And tell them you will be one of them. Yeah, you will be one of them. Praise the Lord. So, in five years' time, we expect this time, January, some of us should be sitting down, listening to a very fiery preacher, giving us some powerful things. Amen. Yeah. Number three, vision. Did I give you a verse? Nehemiah for chapter number two because every every uh, uh, number has its verses. Number two, Nehemiah one eleven. He says, "Oh Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your your servant who desires to fear your name, and let your servant prosper this day. I pray and grant him mercy in the sight of the man." For I was the king. Nehemiah didn't look at himself and said, who cares? I'm being paid big money. I'm enjoying myself. I'm the one eating the food. Before even the king eats, I'm the one who eats. If it was you, they are calling you to go up to the union building to taste everything that they... You, if they tell you some, there is a problem at your village, you say, I'm not going there. I'll suffer hunger. There's more food here. I'm staying at the union building. No, Nehemiah looked at this position how much he was paid and he moved. Most of us, South Africans, we know how to complain. 
Yeah, we know how to complain. The part, political parties will tell you, go today and do what? As if you have no mind. Your, your head doesn't work. Let them rule. Let's see if they can rule. Because when you sow chaos, you'll reap worse. Yeah. You can't, you can't expect to do evil and expect righteousness to come. It's not possible. You must show that you'll be a good leader. You must show us promise that you can solve difficult life situations. Then we will believe you. A great leader doesn't take advantage of chaos. A great leader brings solution and an answer to chaos. Am I talking to somebody? Tell your neighbor we are better than that. We are not children. We are not confused. The whole of Africa is on its knees because leaders in Africa don't think. The only thing they want is to get into parliament. And when they are in parliament, they don't want to come out. And then from there, they buy everybody to vote for them. What is happening here? The state capture. Most African countries are in the pockets of people. You just, the problem is that you have no passport. You don't travel. Get one. Get into Zimbabwe. Go into Zambia. Go into Malawi. Go into Congo. You will see. People can think. People, Africans don't have brains. Because they have to be told, this is what you do. And then all of us storm it, do it. For what? Can you ask your neighbor for what? Yes. Vision is bigger than us. And therefore, like we always say, before you are a South African, you are a Christian. Don't forget that. I'm a Christian first, then I'm a South African. Before you are a Zulu, you are a South African. So you must not think clan, traditional, you are too small. I'm not telling somebody. Before you are petty, you are a South African. Before you are a South African, you are a Christian. So you must think much bigger than the little ideas that people have. Amen. Number three, we're talking about Jesus, a compelling vision. Vision provides direction. Jesus gives us direction. Vision provides revelation for our immediate direction. When you come to the Lord, you will have direction. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. It says, I will make you a great nation. Can you tell your neighbor, you will be a great nation? I will bless you. Tell them, you will be blessed. And it says, I will make your name great. Tell your neighbor, your name will be great. Tell them, I, I don't think you believe it. Yeah. All of us have greatness in ourselves. There's nothing like there is a cake that, you know, everybody must get a slice. No, no. Everybody has a, his own cake. This thing of saying, oh, we are trying to share. No, we are not trying to share. I don't want to, to share with anyone. My life is my life. And it will come as the Lord has blessed us. Amen. So the, the scripture says, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I'll curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Can you tell your neighbor, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. All of us have the capacity to bless. Blessing is not just to say a word, but it's to manifest and become a blessing. Others benefit from the pe your person. Praise the Lord. People do not have direction because they are easily direct, they are, they are easily distracted. You can't do one thing and stick with it. Most Christians are failing in life 
because they will never stay in one church for a long time they come to this church four or five years they get annoyed with the pastor or something or their boyfriend the person they thought will marry them got married so they leave they go to the church next door and the church next door they have to start from ground zero and that's why sometimes today people have to buy a pastor with money so that they can jump the queue you see if you give me money i will immediately recognize you what do you think yeah i will immediately recognize oh this guy gave me money and therefore you bring it consistent and later you realize the pastor is not moved by your money then you realize hey let me go to another church you are easily distracted you must be so stubborn that it doesn't matter the boyfriend you love is married or not you are staying I'm not going anywhere. I'm here to stay. Is that fine? The things are working or not working. I'm here to stay. I'm going to grow and mature. My, my life is going to be better because every year I commit and I can see my life growing. Amen. People with clear vision have a sense of direction. When you have a clear vision, in our church we have a clear vision. We know where we are going. I can tell you, stay around for five years the people that are here were not here yesterday i was telling our leaders i say forget it we have we have no elders you will be the elders here they have left they have their own churches so you must grow tell your neighbor you must grow you must take responsibility make your own breakfast and make your own bed nobody's going to do it yeah so when you have when you have jesus in your life you have clear direction jesus has a sense of direction He's, he says something profound not my will but your will oh god so you have to have a compelling move in your heart don't forget part of the 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 challenges that people the distractions that people go through uh, is because people don't have a set mind they, they don't they, they don't make the decision this is what i want I'm, I'm staying here vision helps you to answer this question what do i want my life to look like ask your neighbor what do you want your life to look like in five years in 10 years in 20 years in 50 years what will your life already i can tell you what my life will look like i have i have a sense i've visualized it i've seen it yeah I've seen it. But because you don't know, you are looking at yourself and say, well, if Jesus is not part of your fellow, it doesn't matter. I feel for the billionaire who commits suicide. You have amassed so much wealth and your life is still meaningful, meaningless. It's painful. Luke 22, 42. This is the words of Jesus. It says, Father, if it is your will take the cup away from me nevertheless not my will but your will be done may this be your words in jesus name Amen. you see jesus the compelling reason the compelling vision of god arrested him he says not my will but your will can you tell your neighbor not my will but his will yes you you must make the decision I came to church as a visitor, like you. I came to church as a visitor. Sometimes people are thinking, oh, he's self-made. Look at him. No. 
I came to church as a visitor, like any other person who comes. I came here as a, as a visitor, and by the grace of God, I was given a chance. The book of Ecclesiastes says, Time, times and chance happen to them all. They were all in the same place. We are all in the same place, hearing the same message, but we will not respond the same way to the same message. Yeah. Some of us, when we responded to the message, people said, we are gullible, we are easy. And today, they regret their words. They have to swallow them. May the Lord have mercy. <laughs> Sorry. Number four, vision provides purpose. Jesus, when we come to the knowledge of Jesus, he will give us purpose. Vision gives you reason to get up in the morning. If you do not get up, something important will not be accomplished. That's what I know. That's my life. I know if I don't wake up, I don't do certain things, some important things won't happen. And it's a great space to find yourself in. Making choices and decisions that affects generations to come is the greatest space you can be in. And all of us have the capacity to do the same. Can you tell your neighbor, you have the capacity to do the same? Yes. Vision develops the consciousness that you matter and that your contribution is critical. You see, every shepherd in our church, every cell leader in our church, they are contributing immensely. This church is what it is because of the contribution of many others. It's not like, oh, you are the greatest. Look at you. No. If those churches that are outside that we planted, there are no pastors there. Those people didn't volunteer. We are not paying them. They are preaching Jesus. We just said, uh, grow. They grew. Please, this is the work. Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. And they are doing the work. It's a great space that they find themselves in, isn't it? So, it's not one person's game. Then your life is too small. I said, then your life is too small. Praise the Lord. So, you have to understand that vision makes you important link against current realities and future possibilities. That, and that forms a dynamic that gives you purpose and momentum in life. When we understand the bigger picture about Jesus, our life will have purpose. And part of it, somebody was saying, don't you get tired? I said, how can I get tired when I have not accomplished what I believe is set before me? John 18, 37. Pilate asked, was, asking, was speaking to Jesus and he said to him, are you a king? And Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For, the, for this cause I was born and for this cause I've come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. May this be your story in the name of Jesus. Number five, Jesus is the compelling vision for us. Vision brings clarity and focus. When I came to Christ, clarity and focus came in my life. You have come to university. You have come to study. Don't forget why you, you have come here. And don't be a fool to only want to have the biggest house and the biggest and that's all that you work for i gave an example uh we were talking with one of our, our members and he was telling me he earns a lot of money he says i'm paying so much for the house i'm paying so much for the car many years ago and i said man i wouldn't waste my life on those things they keep you busy it's a rocking horse but you are not going anywhere you you think you are busy but you are not you think you are doing something significant the example i was giving that if I can take you to my village. I'll show you more than 10 nice big houses that nobody's staying in them. 
Some of them are vandalized. Boys have broken the glass. The people thought we are doing something important. They thought building with face brick and all, denying themselves, not coming to church. Sunday they say, we are tired. I'm sleeping. Because they want to save money to buy tiles. So they'll not come to church. Now, at the end of their life, they discover they've wasted their life on things that are insignificant. This will not be your story in the name of Jesus. Number five, vision brings clarity and focus. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. It says, Then the Lord answered and said to me, uh, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that it may run who reads it, for the vision is for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Hallelujah. Vision is time within a time. When you look at yourself, there are seasons. You, I said earlier, you can only be youth once. Never be deceived that you will be this young forever. Never be deceived that you will always be waking. That is a fallacy. It's not possible. There's going to be a season and a time when all these things are going to pass. My challenge to you is, when you look back, will you be happy? Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 3 says, For a dream comes through much activity. If your dream is going to come to pass, we must be waking. And never be discouraged by those who live along the way. There will be Lord others who are going to live. But let me tell you, there will be more others who are going to join. One man was talking to me, encouraging me. He said, listen, our target is 10,000 churches. He says, let's talk about it. Let's say when I'm old, 3,000 of those churches decide to leave. Will I have failed? I said, no, you will not have failed. Because there will still be 7,000. I'm going to tell somebody. Your work will not fail in Jesus' name. Your work will not fail in the name of Jesus. Number six and the last one, vision and visualization ends barrenness and unfruitfulness. Jesus, when you come to Jesus, you are able to see where you are going and therefore barrenness and unfruitfulness is broken. May the spirit of Christ come upon you in the name of Jesus. We read the story of the book of Kings, chapter 1, 1 Kings, sorry, 1 Kings chapter 1, verse, verse, sorry, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 to 45. The story of Elijah and Ahab. After he slaughtered the false prophets, he went and said to Ahab, go and eat. And while he was praying, he said to the young man, his assistant, can you go out and see, is there any cloud? The young man went the first time. And on the seventh time, he comes back. He says, I saw it as small as the fist of a man. And the prophet says, run. Why did he say run? Because he has already visualized. Can you ask your neighbor, what is it that you see? About your life. You see, if you can't see anything, nothing is coming. When he was praying, 
he was calling something that doesn't exist possibly this servant was going out many times as we talk many times uh, 400,000 souls as we talk many times thousand churches in our lifetime they look like foolishness and stupidity and one day you will wake up in the morning and everything will be set in place and you're going to ask how did we achieve it no it works itself the bible says while they went to sleep can you tell your neighbor while they went to sleep yes while they went to sleep the plants were growing they were germinating something was coming out of the ground so even with yourself while you are laboring if there is no vision you cannot incubate nothing you have to incubate something where there is no vision people cast off restraint but blessed is the man who keeps the law praise the lord so you you will be grounded and rooted in the truth of christ so when the prophet was saying go out and see he was able to see great things your life might look small but god is going to make it great your situation might look impossible but god is going to unravel all the knots that have tied your life to make it difficult may you receive this in the name of jesus rain came even though others believed there was no answer and a solution the bible says elijah was a man just like us yet he prayed and it didn't rain and he prayed and it rained again vision is, is an instrument of divine communication so when god sent jesus as the central compelling vision jesus became a, an instrument of divine communication a message from god a divine visitation and guidance to us that we can conquer and live a very successful and powerful life here on earth and this is my prayer that as you plan your life this year you will put jesus as the central theme of everything that you do that in your efforts you will build the kingdom of god and i believe the bible says in the book of matthew chapter 6 33 seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you it is my prayer that all the things that you desire as you focus unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith you will be able to find meaning and purpose in the work of god hallelujah so the absence of vision is a sign of spiritual decline can you tell you remember the accents the absence of vision all of us let's speak the absence of vision let's say it again the absence of vision is a sign of spiritual decline yeah most of us have no vision so spiritually we are dead vision and visualization helps us to communicate between the natural world and the spiritual world the things we see they might look like images in our head but we are busy communicating and experiencing supernatural power can we bow our heads together can we close our eyes we're going to pray father in the name of jesus we thank you we give you praise we give you worship we exalt you lord i want you to pray for yourself father we pray that jesus is a compelling vision for us that lord you sent him he says i've come that you may have life and have it abundantly father we receive this life this abundant life we are grateful father for your provision we are grateful father for your revelation we lift up your name even today that we know that our redeemer liveth father i pray
in the name of Jesus, that Jesus will remain a central focus, a vision that will enable us, that Father, we will not fail, but succeed in Jesus' name. While all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, I want to pray together with you this morning in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want a compelling vision. I want to experience the grace to move forward, to prosper. For Jesus is the main vision of God. He says, without me, you can do nothing. Today, you can achieve, you can do more. Because when Christ comes to us, the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Today, you can have your sins forgiven. Today, you can have a fresh start to life to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and to experience Jesus. <laughs>